What's going on, everybody? Andrew Bedlam and $4 Sean here for Pogoween Part 2 2023 edition. Getting started with the Boils. guys that was the boils coming off songs for the witching season along with uh what we played last week we had some blanks and some showcase showdown uh so that's uh our first halloween track on pogo ween part two andrew is uh doing a little dab ski dab ski there smoking some reefer as he tends to do how yes, funny would it I be? I had a stressful day. How funny would it be if I made you laugh while you were taking that dab and like volcano, <laughs> volcano it? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, four dollars, Sean, introing us in there. Uh, Andrew Bedlam here. Yeah, we were listening to songs from the witching season. That track titled "Devil's Eve." Now uh, we talked about this record a little bit last week. We talk about it every Halloween. Creep Records coming out of Philly. Creep number forty-two release god damn they had 42 releases back when this fucking thing came out this is where fuck halloween from blanks is from and we played the showcase showdown the only thing scary about halloween is your fucking face and uh, we'll probably play some patriot later on in the show the fourth track on this halloween record and uh, this is cool you know seven inch vinyl and one thing i was a little surprised to find was uh, this Halloween punk album. Now, I, I got to be real. I, I can't even think of the name of it off the top of my head. But um, a lot of the songs, I was like, eh, eh, eh. But then Who is it on had it? the Anti-Nowhere League okay. and the UK subs. So... 
I'm going to go find the album, and we're going to play. Now, these are newer recorded tracks. They are specific Halloween tracks. I believe they were released for this um, Halloween album. I really wish I remembered to get the goddamn name before we started. <laughs> I feel like an <laughs> asshole. Oh, so what, Jesus. Here, talk about something real well, quick. Well, like, uh, I was just curious, like, maybe don't talk shit on the bands, but, like, what, what other bands are on there? Oh, you're we'll like, find it. Eh, I'll, I'll remember eh. in a second when I pull up the album. Because I'm interested in that. Like, uh, There were some good bands, but some of the songs were just like, eh. A lot of them came across a little pop punky. There's a lot of ska. There's some psychability, like the horror pops. That was a good track. But, you know, the horror pops, super psychability, stand up bass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that was cool. But, like, and then there was some like Buck 09 and I think maybe Pennywise but I'm looking for the album and uh, we're getting ready while I find it we're getting ready to go to Renee's Halloween Renee's party. Halloween party is she's uh, in next Portland weekend. right now so why don't you uh, what, you what you getting ready with the uh, party uh, let's see well last week me and my wife spent $135 on uh, Halloween costumes she didn't even buy herself a costume. She just bought herself a Harry Potter hat because they have like a Harry Potter section in the Spirit Halloween. And she was like looking at the costumes and she ended up just buying a like beanie. So my wife wanted us to do like a family costume and I'm like not really about that. And <laughs> my son's got to be on board with it too and he wanted to be his own thing. So like he's not on board with it either. But uh, I bought myself like a scream mask but it's red and it has like devil horns on it Oof. and it's like uh, i got like a black robe with a hood on it that like is going to cover up my uh you know my head or whatever and then uh my daughter is going to be gizmo from gremlins oh that's cute that's a good yeah. idea you don't see that too much that's a good idea for a baby yeah that's a good idea now uh, what was the family costume she wanted to do she well, that's the thing. She was like, I wanted to do, I wanted to do like a family costume. Oh, she I was didn't like, even have one. And I was in like, mind. well, what did you want to do? Like, you you never even said because Jess wants uh, Jess and Ava talk about it endlessly. They got costumes picked out for us for the next two decades. Yeah, right? they want to do the Flintstones. They that's funny, do funny you Jessica, mentioned the Flintstones because Roger. that's funny you mentioned the Flintstones because I was gonna dress. I wanted to dress Ginny up as Pebbles because she looks like Pebbles from <laughs> the Flintstones, but we didn't do that. And Mary was like, well, since we're not doing a family th uh, theme costume like I wanted to, even though she didn't say what she what wanted theme? to fucking do, was like, I'm picking Ginny's costume, so she picked out the gizmo it costume. It might be hard with the kids. Maybe next year you two can do a tandem costume. Like, me and Jess do a lot of tandems. Like, this year, we're, I was going to say Freddie, we're fucking uh, Chucky and Tiff. Chucky and right. Tiff. So, Bride. And, like, um, last year we didn't match... We, she was uh, the Blink-182 nurse, and what the fuck was I was Freddie. And, uh, but the year before that, she was Harley Quinn, and I was the Joker, and we matched right. like, We always talk about doing a Jessica Rabbit and Roger Rabbit, because her name's Jessica, and she used to have the big red hair, and she's way taller than me, right. and she has huge tits. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm, like, mad short. You know, so, like, it went... It went good, but like we've looked into it, and like I hate all the rabbit costumes. Like, yeah, Jess well, gets to wear these this gown, and I'm yeah, like, all these you costumes. You gotta dress like, up like a suck. rabbit. Yeah. Like and uh, but yeah, so she was talking about doing the Flintstones, and I was laughing, and I was like, and she was like, oh, it would be so cute. It would be perfect if um if uh, Jacob Sean's son 
was Bam Bam. I was like, yo, they should be the whole Rubbles. I was like, Sean looks like Barney anyway. <laughs> and I was like, you know, Mary kind of looks like Betty. <laughs> I was like, we were dying. We were like, oh my God, could you imagine if we swung like a double family like together Halloween costume that who, actually played? But who would, There's which, too many girls. There, I yeah, I was going to say, which one of your daughters would uh, be Maybe Pebbles? we'd have to rock a, an, an Olsen twins, two Pebbles. Or one of them you know would have I mean? to be uh, the, Dino. the Dino. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they already got Stormy lined up for that. But, uh, yeah, so I did find the album, and, like, you know, I couldn't think of it at all, and it's so fucking complicated. It's called Punk Rock Halloween, Loud, Fast, and Scary. There you go. That's but, uh, an original title for Go you. look it up on Spotify for yourself if you want to check it out. Um, you'll probably like it. There's some songs on here for everybody. It came out in 2017. But uh, just to rattle off some, see, like, it starts out with Real Big Fish. Like, you know, I mean, that's not really up my yeah. alley. I know it'll be up others. But the Adolescents are in here, 999, Riverboat Gamblers, Ghoul Town, and I see the Anti-Nowhere League up next, so why don't we just let them hear this rather new Anti-Nowhere League song on this Pogoween Spectacular. Here's a newer one from the League, Dance of the Dead. Starts out a little slower. Why do I hear nothing? We are having technical of difficulties. Course. I may have f***ed up here. So uh, what do you think of that new Rick and Morty, Sean? Uh, listen, I thought it was funny enough. I laughed the hardest at the end credit scene with the lawnmower. You remember that part? Okay. Well, do you remember the part in the episode where the lawnmower starts moving away and no one's chasing after it yes okay well the end credit scene has to do with that um but the the thing that bothered me the most about the episode and i mean it's kind of obvious is it's going to be that you can tell that the voice actor a actors or whatever have have changed and uh i don't know who's doing uh rick and rick and morty's Morty. voices but uh, it's you can tell it's not Justin Roiland, so... All right, well, since I'm having problems with the way I wanted to play that album, we're going to play Patriot. We're going to go jump back to the 7-inch of songs for the witching season, and then I'm going to fix whatever technical difficulties we got going on. But here's Patriot with Evil Spirits. Up next, coming from Creep Records, Pogo City, oh Bitches. Apparently I'm playing music everywhere in the house, except on Pogo City Radio. Thank you, Jessica.
right, that was Patriot right there. Evil Spirit coming off songs for the witches. A punk rock tribute to the devil's power. Featuring the Hellspawn sounds of Grey 77. The demonic deception of the showcase showdown. The bloody, ridden butcher of the boils and the flesh-feeding frenzy of Patriot. Now, apparently, since I was trying to connect Bluetooth and play this into the show, I had connected to all the stuff downstairs <laughs> and was playing So the kids the are downstairs watching the, watching the yeah, movie and they're hearing the league. Yeah, yeah, watching the movie, and then I kind of kicked off their... What are they watching? Monster Family or something? Yeah. Kicked them off, and uh, they've, they've been listening to the Anti-Nowhere League. That was our technical <laughs> difficulties. I was very confused because I could see it playing. Everything was there. It's so unmuted. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? But I noticed, it's it, yeah, Jess came up and told us. But yeah, so now we're all hooked up, right? Now we're On good. the pogo dot. But uh, we're going to get to the Anti-Nowhere League Halloween track coming out from 2017. Here's Dance of the Dead. <laughs> Tonight I'm 
Rebel from the Anti-Nowhere League. We are the league. Dance of the Dead. We're going to keep this album spinning right along to the UK subs contribution to Punk Rock Halloween. Here's I Walked With a Zombie. Charlie, subs. legs and rock and roll right there but i did hear that song earlier i had to run downstairs and get a drink i'm not but, gonna uh, lie i was hoping i was gonna get to outro that one because i was gonna talk about how uh um you know it seems like a lot of the halloween songs are they're they're paying homage a little bit to songs like monster mash and shit like that because that song right there had a very monster mash feel to it very 50s you know i was, I was gonna say promy yeah like a prom yeah yeah, yeah. Night at night at the night at the living prom. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Fucking uh, w- my kids actually and Jess. Like last year, uh, we played Skulls. Like Ava played bass. Sheena sang with me. I played I guitar. remember that. That was awesome. Jess played drums and we played Skulls in our costumes. So 
letting the cat out of the bag a little bit, but we've been doing it. Oh, we did one for Christmas. It's obviously something we do a lot of. So this year, fucking, um, we're all different types of killer dolls, and uh, we, um, we're we playing Monster Mash this year, and Sheena's actually playing guitar a little. Loud. I yeah. don't have her cranked in the mix, but she does know what she's doing, and she's got... She can play the song. Like, I have her playing the root notes. I basically have her playing bass on guitar. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, it would be a power chord. There would be, like, one extra finger. You know what I mean? But I got right. her playing the root notes, and Ava's got the bass, no problem. Dude, and they sing backups. It's it's all adorable and awesome. Because, you know, it's got the, like, oohs and the, yeah. the monster mesh. <laughs> and, you know, and their voices are all high and shit. Yeah. Dude, we were rehearsing and, like, recording and stuff. And, uh, like, to try and, like, because it's hard to get the sound because it's, we're literally recording, like, a live band in here. Like, it's kind of, and now we're not using the dr- digital drum set. We got an acoustic drum set, and I'm like, fuck, do I have to mic this fucking drum set? So, like, we're trying different things. So, like, as we're practicing, I'm doing, like, different ways to try and get it to, like, not be terrible sounding. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because with the digital drum set, it made things a lot easier. You know, I could just plug yeah. it right into the fucking board. Right, you know? yeah. But um, so anyway, we're doing Monster Mash, and uh, it, it sounds... It's, we made a recording of the rehearsal, and I showed it to a couple people. Everybody was like, oh, my God, this is awesome. <laughs> Yo, the lyrics in those songs, dude, in that song are so hard and so <laughs> ridiculous. It is written... All right, I know the song came out in the 60s. It is written like Shakespeare wrote it, okay? <laughs> like, literally, one of the lines is, the ghouls all came from their humble abodes to get a jolt from my electrodes. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Because like it's one of those songs where I know plenty of the words, but you don't know every last word. Yeah. And oh my God, some of those lines it's like what like there's another one it's um it's like um uh igor on chains backed by baying hounds the coffin bangers were about to arrive with their vocal group the crypt kicker five i'm like i gotta sing this shit (laughs) and then like have fun with that buddy i'm getting it down but like and then in the beginning too it's just kind of like old englishy like just the phrasing like especially like you ever try and like sing along to a rap song and you know the words and you can sing it by yourself and sound good but if you sing it with the song on maybe you say like they and they said them and it's like a real little or he said we got the 40s and the blunts but you said we got the blunts and the 40s and like you get it like a little right off so it's like it's 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 like all like you know, in my my labor my laboratory in the castle east, <laughs> in the master bedroom where the vampires feast. <laughs> like I do not speak like that. Yeah, like, nobody. And then it goes into nobody the ghouls talks like all that. came from their humble. Well, if, if you well, I mean the 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 original recording is the guy sounds Boris like Pickett. Yeah, he's he sounds like he's uh uh like he he sounds like he would be reading you a ghost story. Yeah, it's it's like a poem. It's got it. Right. I bet you it was written as a poem originally. I bet you if we look into it. But, I, uh, I, I would bet on that. Yeah, that and, makes sense. Uh, yeah, it's, it, and it fits too because he goes, when you get to the door, tell him Bedlam. Uh, he says Boris, but I get to say, tell him Bedlam, Bedlam sent you. you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's cool though. So fuck it. Let's play uh, the Misfits Monster Mash. Um, 
Uh, we might get muted on Facebook for this, which is a good time to remind you that this show is available wherever you find podcasts on platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, I think. I also remember them kicking us off. Are we on off. iTunes still? It, that's called Apple Podcasts now, but yeah, oh. uh, yeah they, they branched off into their I'm not up with the, uh, the Apple. Yes. Yeah, me neither. It's only because of sharing the show yeah. do I know this. But uh, if we do get muted on Facebook Live, the show is available in its entirety on uh, you know those platforms. You can go to Pogo City HQ. And uh, here is the Misfits version of the Monster Mash. And it is playing downstairs again. I don't know how this keeps happening. <laughs> I may have f***ed up here. And it happened again. And it happened again. All right, here's the Monster Mash. <laughs> I hate to talk shit. I usually don't say I don't like something, but I feel like the Misfits are at the class high enough where I can give an honest negative opinion. I'm not telling some 16-year-old yeah. kid from Nebraska's band sucks, <laughs> though. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, 
Jerry and Doyle, yeah, they got enough money. They, they, yeah. they can go play a stadium they, they and can, feel better. They, but they don't. They can, <laughs> they can take it now. But uh, yeah. So, uh, but no. My point is though that I love Project 1950. I've always loved that album. I love the Great Balls of Fire cover. I think it's just like the cool thing, like pretentious to be like, uh, oh my god, a cover album, how terrible and stupid, and all these songs are awful. And it's like, dude, the artwork was awesome. It was a hundred and eighty gram record. It was nice and. Thick, you know I, what I mean? It I don't great translucent purple. Yeah, I don't get the whole cover album suck. Like, why would you think cover albums suck? People like, say the same thing about the spaghetti incident by Guns N' Roses. Dude, I don't care. Like, I was born in 1987, right? And so, like, I was listening to Guns N' Roses coming up, but like literally the first time I ever caught came across Johnny Thunder's name was because of the spaghetti incident album because. Guns N' Roses covers the New York Dolls, and Duff does Can't Put Your Arms Around a Memory. That was also the first time I ever came across the UK subs, the Dead Boys, uh, any band on there besides the, Ram they don't do the Ramones, besides the Sex Pistols, yeah. I, I want to say. You know what I mean? Like, that was really my first interaction with Fear. It was them covering them. And it even says in the album, it says, these are like shitty, I'm paraphrasing, it says something along the lines of like, these are poor re-records, these are poor covers, like, treat yourself to the originals. And it's like, first of all, these songs are awesome. You know what I mean? But, like, I don't know. I think it's just cool to hate. And people like to hate on Jerry and the whole, they're the kiss of punk rock. Yeah, no, people people say that. People say that uh, Kiss fans are the, the boomer juggalos and that... <laughs> the mis I never heard that the, one. You never heard that one? <laughs> and that... And that the Misfits are the kiss of punk rock. Listen, if you don't like cover albums, like, does that mean you just don't like covers? Like, I don't get that. Like, one of my favorite songs by the Rolling Stones is "Sympathy for the Devil." I love that song. I and, love when the league does and, it. And and Motorhead covers it, and that's fucking oh, awesome. Shit. Yeah, like, so you don't like covers. You don't like hearing like your favorite songs. But with like a new twist where you're this other band that you probably like anyway because you're listening to the song is covering a song that you like. Like I don't get it. Where's the where's I the negative like, in that? I think what it is is it's like a sequel to a movie. And you know how some people are like, Oh my or, god, or they totally ruined the blah blah blah. A remake? Yeah. Like a remake. Like, yeah. yeah, instead of yeah, not so much just better. Yes, a remake. There you go. You know, kind of. Mm, I think yeah. it has. Well, and now it's showing Star Wars feathers are starting to get. <laughs> 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 no, those were sequels and they were trash. Ah, but it, but he sold the company, didn't he? Like it's not George Lucas. It's Disney. Oh yeah, he was it's like an Disney's uh, now. He sold it for like he sold it for like four billion dollars. Well, why the fuck not? Yo, offer me $4 billion for Pogo. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Everybody's got a number, and now $4 billion, definitely mine. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So what, what were you talking about? We were talking well, about... I, as we're talking about remakes... Pro Project 1950 week, and shit. Yeah, we're talking about remakes. So uh, we said I, I wanted to talk about The Exorcist Believer last week, and, like, we totally didn't at all. But, um... I, if you guys, now there's been a little bit more time, that's also another good reason, because it was like day after it came out, but uh, if you guys have seen it, I, I really enjoyed it, I went with two serious horror buffs, they both really enjoyed it, Jess had high expectations and achieved them, 
Cheyenne had low expectations and was blown away. Nobody had any complaints. And uh, we all did say, I would have liked to see a longer exorcism scene. And it was long. And it's funny. Something happens in the scene. And you literally look at each other and you're like, oh, is it over? Like, it would be a short as hell scene. And the woman goes, someone goes on screen, they go, is it over? And she goes, not yet. And we're all like, oh, phew, thank God. And all <laughs> of us, like, talked about that in the car. We all had the same emotion at the same time. I mean, I guess that just comes down to good directing. They put that there. You know what I mean? So but like, still, Is it like a remake remake? Not or? at all. No. Okay. It's, it's actually, you could call it a sequel. Because okay. it's slowly, if there was a cheesy aspect of it, not that I'm saying it was, but I would feel that horror critics and people who hate remakes and stuff like that, they would consider the cheesy part the way it ties to the first one. They tie in uh, Linda Blair's mom a lot. Not a lot. They tie in Linda Blair's mom a little bit. They basically, so the way the story goes is like Linda Blair, according to the movie, her mom writes a book after everything happens. So she's kind of like well-known. Some people think she's full of shit. But like if you're experiencing an exorcism, like it's a book you would come across that she wrote seriously. So they're referencing her book and then they're like, we have to find her. And like then she okay. ends up in it. And uh, <laughs> I don't think I've given any spoilers, but I will say I was not aware of this and it was totally cool. There is... Tandem. It is two possessed girls, and they exercise oh. them simultaneously. Both. both. Okay. Yeah. Two so exorcisms at the same time. Yeah. So that was that was a fun. Two chicks twist. at the same time, yeah. man. We all said it would have been just because we were enjoying it. We literally didn't want it to end. So this isn't really a criticism, you know. And all of us felt this way too. All three of us, and like we didn't want it to end. So we would have liked a little bit longer of an uh, exorcist part because. But one thing. I don't want to give a spoiler here, but like the first half hour is more like the movie, um, what is it, Prisoners or uh, not? Pr is it what's the one where the two little girls get like kidnapped, and uh, their dad's trying to find them? Like Wolverine is their dad. Oh, uh, Logan. L but not 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 like an X Men movie. I'm just referencing uh. the actor. Well, whatever. It's like oh. the first half hour of the movie is almost like a drama. It's it's great. Like it's not it's not satanic. It's but it's like especially if you're a parent, it's like gut wrenching. Like it's fearful and terrible in like a different way that has nothing to do with possession. Do you know what I mean? So they go in this like this other direction to kind of make it its own thing. And it's totally awesome. I don't want to spoil it, but I'm just saying. And then so there's a big chunk of that and then there's, you know, the possession and then there's exorcism so it's like there's a lot going on and i i remember saying as we're talking about it i was like well guys let's think it's like how long do we wouldn't we all be complaining if the movie was two and a half hours and we were all like yes and i said and we're also all saying that it wasn't cheesy and blah blah, blah. i said so let's imagine they give us 15 more minutes of exorcism i said what are they going to put in that part of the movie that like they didn't already do that we wouldn't be like oh well they did that head spinning thing in linda blair or they pulled that part. That was kind of like the Emily Rose part. I'm like, maybe if they was there, made the was exorcism... Was there projectile vomiting in it? A small... It's like paying homage to it. It happens for a second. We were waiting for it, yeah. and it's literally like a, um, a cameo. 
Like, uh, do you know uh, what I mean? Okay. Like, they throw it in there and, like, almost wink at you when they do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they were uh, like, you wanted it, you got it, but we did it. Little head y- nod. Yeah, it was it, w- I, it was a great movie. I thought I'd definitely recommend it. I think I just talked about it decently without giving a spoiler. Yeah. I don't think I spoiled it. You know, it, and you talking about it made me think of, and we just saw, I mean, it's been out for months now, but we with the horror movie we saw together, Evil Dead Rise, we never, we haven't talked I about that. I love it. That movie was really good. I hated the Evil Dead before that with the junkie chick. I hated that. I thought it was lame. Do you know what I'm talking about? I didn't see that one, that but was I, lame. Evil Don't Dead bother. Rise was really Amazing. good. Amazing. Thought it was great. The scene in the elevator. I'm oh, not. Gonna, yeah. I'm not giving away any spoilers, but there's a there's a part where the, the chick is in the elevator I mean, it and it harkens back to the first one a little yeah. bit, but it does it its own way. Yeah. So it it was really fucking good. But I will say, see, The Exorcist did it as like a blink. They, but see, this is different. Where that was the exact same thing. This is like a huge scene, just like in the first one. The the tree scene is what I would compare it to. Would you not? Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah, it's awesome. But yeah. So, uh, but yeah. So definitely, I would see Evil Dead, and uh, but check out the new Exorcist. I even went back the next day and I had to watch the Exorcism of Emily Rose. And yo, oh, that's a good movie too. Let me tell you this, right? So first of all, funny story. Back in the day, we used to hang out at Wing Gap. I'm not going to drop people's names. But there was this one kid who claimed that like he had like the third eye and he was all auras and energy. And he would he was really weird about it though. Like he was looking for attention. Like if that's your thing, that's fine. Not talking shit. But we'd be walking down the street, and this would literally be the first day we met him, and we're walking and he goes, There's something wrong with this block. And we go, What? And he goes, The trees aren't talking. So, like, this is attention-seeking. Like, okay, maybe you read people's energy. Let me interrupt you real quick. Was it attention-seeking, or did the guy do way too much acid? (laughs) Yeah, right? Because Uh, it's funny that you bring this guy up, and I'll let you finish. I had an old friend of mine who took way too much... Too, way too many psychedelics and started saying the same crazy shit. <laughs> I don't think that was the reason. But either way, he was, you know, fucked up. So we're, we're smoking, right? And I'm just entertaining him. Like, I'm not, like, arguing with him. And it's funny. My boy's coming up to me, and he wants to, like, kind of whisper in my ear, this kid's batshit crazy. Because that wasn't, like, the fir- first thing anyway. And as he's doing that, we look back at this kid, and he is sitting Indian style in the middle of the road, a back street, you know what I mean, in the middle of a road, Indian style, with his hands over his ears, rocking back and forth. And we're like, he just stops talking to me, the dude I'm talking to, and he goes, what are you doing? And he goes, oh, I can see you're trying to have a private conversation, so I'm trying to block out your auras, and because I can hear and feel what you're saying, and I know you want to be private, and we're like, Dude, what the fuck? Then we get back to this kid's house, and he's like, I've seen a demon. I've done exorcisms. Okay? This kid literally sits there and starts going, Demon, what are... Saying he did this. What are your seven names? He's like, what are your seven names? And he starts going in the last one, and he goes, And Lucifer. And I literally went, Dude, I've seen the exorcism of Emily Rose. He quoted that scene verbatim and tried <laughs> to tell us that he was there and he did this and my I couldn't take it anymore and I was polite my only response was I have seen the exorcism of Emily Rose and he kept going on because as soon as he said demon what are your seven names I said I've seen Emily Rose and then he went on with the names and the last one and Lucifer and I went 
I've seen the movie. And it was like he wasn't <laughs> hearing me. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, this guy was obviously an attention seeker. But either way, if you ever look into that story, because it is a true story, it is 12,000 times more fucked up than you believe, okay? That priest is so lucky he got off the way he did. They tried to exercise that girl 67 times. It was not one time. Everyone was saying she had seizures. Her fam They don't go into this in the movie. Her family was religious fanatics. They went to church multiple times. I've seen the movie as well. But yeah. they don't go into this part in the movie. They try and make them look less crazy because okay. they leave it out because it's it's more explainable then but the girl it was a child abuse case it was fucking sad but then she she becomes a woman but her parents were super religious bible beater type right and then she started having all these mental issues and started hurting herself and then she started saying that she was damned and she couldn't be saved and she would have seizures and they would say she was possessed and like they heard the doctor told her to get off her meds and uh like she died and it wasn't a one-time thing it was 64 times and they took out some of them against her will like she had no longer wanted to do it or maybe the last one i don't know but i read the story and i watched uh, like two youtube things on it and it is way more fucked up as soon as you hear that they did 64 or 67 exorcisms to this poor woman you're like oh no these people are fucking crazy like and yeah, that's crazy they don't put in the fact that they were religious fanatics and i also know this by I'm not going to act like I went to college, but just from like, you know, podcasts, YouTube videos, audio books, but pretty much there's never been a like a well-known case of someone suffering from demon possession of an atheist family. Like right. no one who doesn't go to church three days a week has never seemed to be possessed before. Every real, and when you start looking into this stuff a little bit, in these, like, they could be false, but, like, so, in the way I told you that. So I what you're saying them, is basically the people that are possessed, it's fanatics. always religious fanatics. Yes, it doesn't believe. happen to some girl that doesn't go to church and, yeah. you know, have being told she was a whore that was going to go to hell if she held a boy's hand. Right. And, like, you know what I mean, getting beaten by nuns, that's always... It, uh, there, there is no case of possession without that. Like, if you right. look into this as far as that, at least. But, uh, yeah, so we got some other fucking fun songs. Some other fun songs to play. We got some more uh, movies and shows to talk about. Sean, why don't you jump on your phone and go to Poor Man Inc.'s page. And we're going to... um, They got some Halloween shows going on, Ramirez. And we're going to talk about them... And I'm trying to decide what I want to play next. Now we play. Oh, let's do. So we were talking about movies, and we were talking about Surfing Dead and Return of the Living Dead. And I actually got a couple messages of people like, "I've never seen Return of the Living Dead." That's beyond. That's bewilders me. You have got to go watch it immediately. It's an absolute cult classic. But we're gonna get to a 45 Graves track now. This is also in the movie so uh party time here's 45 graves on pogo is this, is this what you're talking yes. about all right why does this keep happening sean sean is why that, is, is our this phone, happening is our phone business now i did it the first time by accident now it's happened each time by itself here's 45 graves party time 
the dead are back and they're ready to party. That's a tagline from the movie. Fucking definitely go see fucking Return of the Living the Dead if you have not somehow. But uh, yeah, so this week we're flipping through like Netflix or Amazon. I don't fucking know. And uh, Jess gets deep in some fucked up ass horror movies. Like I wanted her to come up here and talk about, but like she bitched out. But we'll... We'll uh, we'll get there. I'm losing my train of thought. I'm gonna have to talk about the other thing. But, but so before we get there, why don't I actually? So one of the movies I wanted Jess to talk about is called Hereditary. Okay, you guys have got to look up this movie Hereditary. I'm not gonna talk about it like I did with The Exorcist. I'm just telling you, if you want a fucked up movie, like a fucked up movie, like with a bunch of, like cannibalism and like cults and like just like a fucked up movie where like everybody's just like naked and killing each other and eating each other. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, that would be green Inferno. That's Eli Roth. Definitely go watch that. I was, that's, that's green Inferno. If you want to see that, if you want to see hereditary, this movie is fucked up. Also culty, also naked, (laughs) but, (laughs) but in a total different way, having to do with a family who some fucked up shit starts happening at their house, kind of like a poltergeist type situation, and then um, then some fucked up shit happens. That's hereditary, if you will. A grandmother died, and once the grandmother died, some fucked up shit has been happening around the house. People are trying to kill each other. People are just doing fucked up shit. Y- fucked up shit. <laughs> you guys got to go see Hereditary. And Green Inferno is by Eli Roth. Hereditary by someone else. But anyway, last week, Jess is cruising deep on whatever platform. And we're like, what the fuck is this? And we saw a commercial for it. We remembered then a trailer at whatever movie. And it, I believe it's called Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. <laughs> and I was like, really? And my kids are like, oh, we are watching this. Because my kids are all about slasher, but go on, Sean. When you say it out loud, it sounds so stupid. Oh, it is. <laughs> It was awfully stupid, <laughs> and um, but you know it's uh, we're getting about to get kicked off. Uh, Forty five graves doing it, of course. But um, it was completely stupid. But that's what we expected. And like you know, my kids, they're not the average kids. They, yeah. they love Evil Dead, and they love that like what was it? Um, Silent Night with the killer Santa Claus and all that. Oh, like, Silent Night was dude, awesome. That was like their favorite <laughs> movie of the year. Silent yeah. Night fucking ruled. It was so or vi- funny. Violent Night. Violent that's Night. Violent that was Night. That's what it's called. Dude, right? We went to go see the new Evil Dead with the kids, and Renee was with us, and I forget what part it was. And Renee's like, "Yo, it's 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 like." Fucked up, and she goes. I'm like, oh, I get nervous, and I look at Sheena, and she's just sitting there watching, laughing. <laughs> I'm like, yep. But so my kids are like, oh no, a, a Winnie the Pooh slasher movie. Like, no, we have to watch this right now. And I'm like, oh Christ, it'll be something to talk about on Pogo. That's literally what I said out loud. Because I was gonna come over here and play guitar, and I was like, I guess I'm gonna watch this fucking movie. <laughs> so I don't know how. Now I'm not a Winnie the Pooh person. Okay, I think I'm older than that, and if I'm not older than that, I was just a cooler little kid than that. But <laughs> <laughs> I was too cool for Winnie the Pooh. But I feel like we're older than that. Wasn't that like a little later, or was it our uh, age? I feel like that was for like I don't feel like that was there I, when we were kids. I want to say Winnie the Pooh's been around for like a long time, but oh, I, don't I don't know. know for sure. I don't know, but what I do know is that like. Tigger seems cool, and I thought he was like a main character. He's not mentioned in it in the slightest, 
And then uh, the rabbit dude, his silhouette's in it. But basically, what happens is, I guess the way the Winnie the Pooh story ends is... Now, this isn't a spoiler. It's the first minute of the movie. You know what I mean? I guess the way Winnie the Pooh ends is Christopher Robbins leaves wherever the fuck the toys are, and he, like, grows up, and he, like, abandons them. He, like, leaves them. Deuces. Goes to college. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah. he wants to get his dick sucked instead <laughs> of playing with little stuffed animals and shit. <laughs> So basically, he wants to get his dick sucked, and Winnie the Pooh gets all butt hurt. And fucking, does he come after Christopher he turns Robin? Feral, right? Winnie the Pooh turns feral, and they run out of food, and uh, they decide that they got to eat the fucking donkey. So, so they kill the fucking donkey. <laughs> and they eat it, and then they swear if they ever see Christopher Robbins again, <laughs> they're gonna fuck his shit up. And then Christopher Robbins just decides to make a visit and see all his old friends, because they're all British and shit. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he brings a bunch of hot chicks there and to meet his little fucking stuffed animals and shit. And you can guess what happens. That's I'm talking hilarious. sledgehammers, saws. It's graphic. The killing is graphic. The ki- I mean, they're like, and it's like, my kids were loving it. Like, they hit somebody in the head with the sledgehammer, and they show the face the entire time. And you could tell. It was good. Like, it looked real enough, but it was definitely fake CGI. The head literally, like, gets squished like a like a jelly toy. Like, it changed. It went, woo, and then it exploded. <laughs> it was fucking great. It was ridiculous. But, uh, yeah, you know, just your typical, I'm running. Oh, no, my ankle broke now. <laughs> we forgot the keys. Oh, we dropped them. Now they're under the car. It's that. You know what I'm saying? Nice. But, uh, yeah, if you're bored as shit or if you got some crazy-ass little kids like mine... <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so that's a uh, winnie the pooh blood and honey but <laughs> it's so ridiculous i'm gonna segue from that a little bit and i'm gonna plug uh hipster and the punk we are doing some uh sp- more spooky themed uh comics Content. comics in the next uh few weeks or so you know in spirit of halloween i could tell you that for sure, the next one is going to be a little bit on the graphic side. So, you know, uh, look look for that on Tuesday. And then, uh, Andrew, you want to talk about these shows coming up then? Yeah, yeah. All right, so Mike Ramirez from uh, Poor Man and Jay is putting on uh, the Halloween Bash Food Drive. Uh, it is an all-ages show. It's got a costume contest. And it is BYOB. This is going down... Sunday, October 29th at 3 p.m. So it's a matinee show for all you, uh, you know, day daytime show goers, which uh, I I like day shows myself. Uh, that that pre-show at uh, CY Fest was a good time. And that's Pissed, Tear Gas, Bride Riot, Enforcement Droid, and The Kid and the Curse. Now, that's Pissed, P-I-S-S-E-D, not The Pissed. But P I S S E D, so it's a different band. And this is going down at the Oasis. That's one six one oh six Parker Avenue in Forked River, New Jersey. And because it's a food drive, admission is two canned goods or ten dollar donation. So uh, get out there and hit up uh, this show and support uh, Poor Man and Jay. And uh, they got another one too, right? Uh, do they? Hmm. There's this one. 
There's a bunch. We said them in the last show. That's the official yeah, Halloween one. There's also okay. a toy drive in November, but this one's Suter. Uh, a couple, one of the shows already happened. So did the Pissed, like uh, Connecticut Pissed, that show. Because, of course, you know, they had P-I-S-S-E-D playing like the same weekend as, or like a couple weekends apart from P-I-S-T, which right. makes it even more confusing. Right, yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But uh, we talked about it, it happens, in the previous though, shows. You know. But go give Mike a follow. And uh, we talked about it. We'll talk about the others. That one's up next on the slot, though. Now, we never talked about Defiance at all. I was the only one there. I was totally impressed. I thought they sounded great. It was not at all the lineup I expected. I was hoping to see, because I had seen that he rejoined the band. What's his name? Um, you know, No Future, No Hope singer, the high voice. Uh, Gibby. Or Tony. Or no, nah, I don't. Whatever. The dude who has the high voice. <laughs> That's <laughs> what we'll call him. Not... Mike Defiance. I'm pretty yes. sure Tony was uh, the deep voice. There used voice to be five members in the band. before. Tony was uh, the deep voice when Mike only played guitar, like early, early days. Okay, you know like what I'm saying? the demo like version of, of like Hands yeah. of the Few and shit. Yeah. That's Tony. And um, it's Gibby, isn't it? Tony and Gibby? G- Gibby, yeah. Gibby, okay. I think his real name, it's, it's, a, it's like his weird, his real name is... It's it's something hard to pronounce, but anyway, <laughs> I've seen it written and I'm like I can't fucking say that. But um, anyway, he wasn't there, so Mike was singing, and I was like, oh, I hope it's not just Mike singing because like all their songs are dual vocals, you know? What I mean? Yeah. And then I noticed I was like, oh, that's Matt, like from the punk core days. They had like Into the Dust guitar player, right? Uh, and I was like, oh, sweet. Well, that's cool. What and album they actually what was that played, album? Out of the Ashes. Out of the Ashes. Yeah, they actually played. They played Into the Dust. That's the only song they played off that album, and I liked it. Now, they started off the set with two new songs, and good for them for putting out new music, but I did not know the songs. And then they played Hands of the Few, and I got very pumped up. And I went up front and got very pumped up. And then Mike Defiance, because I was looking at the set list. It was definitely the longest set I have ever seen them play. I've seen them play many times, and they only played like five or six songs. It's like all their songs are six minutes, but you know what they I mean? They are. If they have a half hour set, it's five minutes. It's five songs, like, you know? And, uh, but, um, fucking, uh, so they played Into the Dust. Well, they, in the hands of the few, then he cut out all the new songs. He didn't play them at all. They did also cut out Fodder, though, which I would have liked to. Uh, but I had a blast, especially for Fuck Them All and No Future. So they played No Future second last, Fuck Them All dead last. And uh, that was a blast. We I put up Just Record It. I'm trying uh, to remember. a few, I think, and I put it on uh, Facebook and all that jazz. I'm trying to f- remember what they closed with at CY Fest. Uh, it wasn't Fuck Them All. I feel like every time I've seen them play, they uh, close with Fuck Them All. Kind of like I want to be a punk. Like, that's right, what I feel yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't remember, but they're really good and. In uh, in like wherever I saw yeah, him, yeah, that <laughs> that place, L.A. In the basement. Yes, yeah. that sh- that venue was or that that, that was, awesome, was awesome. Dude. Yeah, it was awesome. So when you hear me talk about the CBGB's basement, kind of like that. Okay, that's what it pretty much was. It was okay. like that, except it was a little smaller. Right, it was New York, so it's a little smaller. That was kind of right. big, but like that much space, bar on the side. It also had the pizza oven on the side, just a little stage. The stage was way smaller than that. It was the stage in L.A. was bigger. The CB's downstairs stage was way smaller than that. And uh, yeah, I guess it was 19 years ago now. I think it's fucking crazy coming up on 20 years because this year makes the 20 year anniversary of the last Holiday Sun 
Holidays in the Sun, which was at the Stone Pony, which was, I believe, 2001. And, um, 2002. 2002, which is why it's 20 21 years. years. Somebody just said it was 20 years, so I guess did it must they, have been 2003. 2003. Did they, how, many, how many of those did they do? Did they do three a lot. of them? They did a lot. Well, I mean, the well, first I mean holidays, the ones, the, ones the in, later ones. The like, later ones. I think it was. And the I don't ones know. that they, because they did them in. It was at least two, because I don't know if it was three or if the third one. I'm pretty sure the third one, it might have been the fourth, but I'm pretty sure the third one was Viva La Punk, which was at CBGB's, which is what I'm kind of talking okay, about. Okay, right. I think that might have been the third one. It was, because the, the one at the Stone Pony was last, and CBGB's was like, the, that show happened and it was three days and it was the same time of year. It was like, right. you know, kind of like how uh, Punks Unite, it was called, what was it called? Fuck uh, You, We fuck Rule. You rule and yeah. it was kind of like, oh, well, Punks yeah. Unite is the Fuck You, We Rule. Speaking of all that, Crash Fest going on right now. Yeah, as we speak. Renee out in Portland gallivanting. Yeah, I'm sure she's drinking lots of vodka. I saw her in the comments section a minute ago. But uh, yeah, I'm sure she's out running around. Oh, I see Marco. What's up, man? Cheers. Talking, we were hanging out with Marco in Atlanta. I was hoping to go to Atlanta this year. The fucking street brats are playing. I saw him at CBGB's, man. I fucking saw him at CBGB's, but I would love to see him in Atlanta as well. But uh, Renee says, we hate her. She just woke up. Dude, I was doubled over in pain, sick as shit all day. Oh, Marco wants a dab. I wish I could give you one, my man. Are you in uh, Portland, Marco, if you're still there? But uh, yeah, so uh, Crash Fest, um, the business, blanks, broken cuffs. I got a broken cuff show shirt on right now. Shout out to Ricardo. I would have liked to have seen them. I mean, we get We've. It's weird because we got we've to see them like a year or two. Ago I know we see them. And they, I played with them too. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, uh, it's funny how many times we've actually seen them with them living in L.A. But or not L.A. Uh, Palmdale. But uh, with them wherever the fuck they're from now. I don't know. They fucking moved. <laughs> but they, they used to say Palmdale and I remember it because of Afro Man. Because I used to say LA and it wasn't LA and he told me it was Palmdale and I was like, coming from East Side Palmdale. Palmdale. Well, you know what I mean? So Palmdale. But now they like live on a farm. And there's like chickens and yeah, eggs. Ricardo's got a bunch of chickens. A bunch of chicken. Yeah, he was he was when we were talking to him about his chickens uh in in L A. <laughs> we were talking he, to him about his chickens. He's got he's got one that's like a pet or whatever, and he was talking about how he uh, I think he was talking about how he he met Waddy from the Exploited, and he was like <laughs> showing Waddy his his, his pet chicken. <laughs> I remember hearing that now, yeah. yeah. I had a blast watching uh, Blanks with him. That was a good time. That was a good time indeed. I was right behind you guys. I know. We have the picture. I got a oh, good okay. picture. Right. I want to like print it out. I feel like it'll fit one of those square things, like if I got another run. Yeah, that would be awesome. Pictures. It's real good. It's you, me, what are those? What are those things called? Uh, picture tiles, tiles tile yeah, picks something or something like, like that. tiles or something. Yeah, yeah, definitely cool. I, I wanted to get one. Of th- I wanted to get some of those, but Mary was like, I can make them at work, but I still don't have it. I still don't have any. Dude, they're cheap as fuck. You might as well get them. They're like a dollar a piece. They are. Yeah. Yeah, they're cheap as fuck. And like, I've had the same ones for years. And uh, the sticky shit they gave me didn't work great. And I used something else and it worked great, I think. Cause, but they've not, they haven't fallen. And it's been like all those concert posters yeah. I hung all fell. I'm so pissed. And I'm not hanging, like the framed ones downstairs. Oh, yeah. I'm not hanging them up until I find the right thing. See, I got, I'm not getting into my walls, but they just crumble. I don't have sheetrock. I got plaster and they just crumble. So I tried different things. Everything keeps falling with the fucking heat. I wish I could remember what I put. On those square things. But uh, why don't we play 
Why don't we play? Uh, I'm gonna play "Totally Mortal" by AFI. That's a Halloweeny for me. I'm not the biggest AFI fan. I'm, at I'm not really all, either. But uh, I like this song, and I remember hearing it in my early days of punk rock. And there yes. is a jack o' lantern scarecrow man on the cover. So Halloween. Here's <laughs> "Total Immortal" AFI. Fuck you. <laughs> Oh my god. How Did like you do there's it again? some I didn't do it. It's doing it itself. Bunch of bitches. Why do they hate us, Sean? We're having tech Why is there no sound, god damn it? <laughs> out to LCJ <laughs> and, and all you with her AFI <laughs> tattoos <laughs> and all you <laughs> that remember when AFI actually played some songs that were kind of fast. I remember so Jeff from uh, AFI Geoff Kresge was uh, in blanks for a short period of time and uh, he, he made up a song or two with him. He actually made up Chelsea Girls. That was He made up two songs. 
I put a very rough recording of the only, like, it was a demo that they had recorded oh, that, with him. Oh, that make it a double song? Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, trying to make I out what they that. were saying because nobody had any idea of the song. None of them had any recollection of it because I was listening. And, like, you had to go deep for it because it was a rehearsal, so it was, like, Spirit of 77 four times. She's gone three times. Like, it was a rehearsal. You know right. what I mean? So it was, like, all over the place. And then I'm listening, and I'm like, what fucking song is this? And it's, like, you know, an hour into it, and I'm like, what in the fuck? I'm like... I know exactly what I'm like. I bet you Jeff wrote this song. He left the band. They didn't use it. And I can always tell because when a bass player writes the song, the bass is out in front. It's always like, like Chelsea Girls, because that's the other song he wrote. So it was another super bassy song. And it actually turned out he wrote Chelsea Girls. And then uh, when they were looking for Tim, well, not when they were looking for a bass player, and they knew Tim as the guitarist from Broken Heroes, he was like, I can play bass. And they were like, you can? And they were like, can you play this? Because it was all good, and Jeff made it up. And he was like, yeah, I got that. <laughs> and they were like, okay, you're in. Let's go to Germany. And then they went to Germany three days later. And Tim went back to the, we're going to say the pipeline, and was like, sorry, guys, I, I, I'm going on tour. Got to leave. And I had to leave the Broken Heroes to go. The Chelsea, the Chelsea Girl 7-inch, my son calls it Small Blank 77. Small Blanks. <laughs> my kids call... Um, like they made the 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 baby blocks and blank seventy seven and he's got the diapers on. Pogo. Oh yeah, my kids were obsessed with that. They baby call it baby Pogo. blanks. Baby blanks. Baby blanks. <laughs> oh, you know what? I remember seeing that pin on Sheena's jacket. Oh last yeah, week. it's on all their jackets for sure. Any leather they've ever had. Jacob Jacob's got the blanks patch on his bat on his jacket and he's got the blanks patches or uh, pins. I mean on his on his lapel there. So, like, our kids are uh, right in lockstep there. I can't find my fucking jacket. I was looking for it a couple days ago. You can't ago. find it. I, can't, I have no idea. I'm like, what in the motherfucking fuck? I'm thinking, like, maybe it fell in my closet because it's heavy as shit and it's, like, buried under some shit. Because, like... Jack, yeah. Yeah, I think it's in, like, a dark back corner. It's getting like, into leather weather, man. I found, like, my high school one that's, like, you know, bell-bottom arms because it's so ripped the fuck out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, let's get some more music. We got a couple more... I have actually a fair amount of tracks lined up, and I wanted to talk about another movie, too. But why don't... See, what I really want to play is I either want to play some Graves Fits, as I've started calling them. Graves Fits. Oh, okay, Mikey yeah. Graves Misfits. Yeah. Or Mother. Guy. And, like, both those songs are going to get us in trouble on Facebook. So it's like, <laughs> I'm thinking, and we already got a strike against us in this video, and it <laughs> paused us, and muted us so after 45 graves so uh i'm sure it muted some other shit too so i don't know if i want to play mother and grave spits because like we're talking like geffen records and shit mm, like yeah you know so maybe we'll play that at the end so we played the boils track and the uk subs and the f oh let's play some all these okay so anything we play now we're gonna get tagged it's all bigger bands we're gonna play the dead kennedys up next with halloween not the misfits halloween dead kennedys halloween ha you forgot about that one didn't you as i did but <laughs> I, I like that song a lot though but uh yeah coming in with the dead Kennedy's what album? Well, there's ah uh, fun ghoul. What song did I just say I was gonna play? Halloween. Ah, here, yeah, Halloween. Boom. Yo, why does this shit keep playing in my fucking bathroom? Like it keeps playing in my bathroom like an asshole. 
All right, Dead Kennedys, two very high singers in a row. Davey Havoc <laughs> to uh, fucking Jello. Jello over there. Now, it's funny, right? I was talking about Renee when Jeff was in the band, and she'd be like, yeah, I'd get these, because uh, w- Davey went to uh, whatever fucking college, like a college oh, college. And so she college, was yeah. she was like one of the West Coast important big ones. Oh, okay. And uh, fucking um, Berkeley, that one. And uh, she was like, I'd get these messages. And she'd be like, hello, Renee. This is Davey. Is Jeff there? And I'd be like, are you sure? They weren't more like, hey, Renee. I'm Davey Havoc. <laughs> it's Jeff I was like, because that's the only way I would believe it was him. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, talking about the Halloween punk rock stuff, I feel like, um, I feel like, so Chad did announce another show, but it's like all oh, the way pr- in January. Pretty Parasitics. Vacant. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that show. But that's yes, that's a I while did see away. That. I did that's see that flyer. Yep. Also next year coming uh fucking the one I want to go to in Atlanta, Bill's thing. Forty uh, Fest. Forty Fest, yeah. Street Brats. That's what I uh, Street Brats. Four days, dude. Four days that's, this year. That's a lot. Is it the fourth one? I feel like it's the fourth one. Yeah. Four days fourth, for the fourth, fourth, one, fourth one. For the fourth forty fest. There's That's a lot. A lot of, of there fours. are a lot of good bands on that bill. What's four days? Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, you can fill you can fill a fest with forty uh, four days of shitty bands. Uh, yeah, you're like we can make a band right now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, hope you guys enjoying the show. If you are, hit like, hit share. That shit helps out a whole fuck ton. And remember, I don't plug it anymore. We only sell stuff when I plug it. But like. I don't want to seem like a commercial, especially like on Facebook, but yeah. like it would be greatly appreciated if you went to pogocityhq.com and like you clicked the pogo shop and you ordered like preferably a shirt. And if you like ordered a, a shirt, get a spiky top shirt or like at. a scratch shirt. And I'm going to have hoodies up tomorrow. Tomorrow there will be hoodies. By the time you're probably hearing this, go and get our hoodies. And if I remember how to do it, they'll be on sale. <laughs> if I can figure that out, because we'll put them on sale for the first there five you go. people. There you, there you go. go. I'm going to do that shit tomorrow. Whenever I do it, the first five, we'll get a sale. However it works. Don't quote me on that. We're going to do some kind of sale. I All know right. they let you do sales, and I did a sale on the pogo shirts. But even when I did a sale on the pogo shirts, I remember I worded it one way on the show, right? And like the website wasn't like capable of doing that, and I was like, right. "Oh fuck!" So <laughs> I don't know the specifics, but we'll have some type of sale. <laughs> but uh, Saily sale. Yeah. So I still uh, don't have a mug. I don't know why I don't have a mug or a shirt. I well, I had a shirt, but it was one of the shirts that. The old ones the, with the square. With the, with the no, it was one of the one. Colin has the old one with I the square. I, I had one, the one where it it, it like faded off. The shitty, oh, the, the one sh- where it said like Pogo City in the corner. No, that's the one with the square. I think you're talking no, about. No, 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 no. That's the black one with the square. But I don't know which one was the one that was peeling off. Uh, the one with it said it like your tattoo. Well, I don't. I don't. I don't even. I don't even remember. I don't think I had one of those. <laughs> I don't know. Because I have one that's uh, from the way we're doing them oh, now. Oh, I think I, I know what you're talking about. The one that, like, Renee has and stuff. 
The good ones are the black ones and the white ones that are up right now at Pogo City HQ. Not the old ones that are peeling off. Thanks for the sales pitch there, buddy. But, Don't buy that one. But uh, were they vinyl, maybe? Maybe, yeah. Okay, yeah, these aren't vinyl. You're probably talking vinyl. We got some vinyl shirts. That's what it was. Okay, so these are not vinyl. These are screen printed. There you go. Problem solved. That's what that was. So we got some screen printed shirts up at Pogo City HQ on the Pogo shop that won't peel away. <laughs> <laughs> they won't. And, and uh, yeah, you can get it on mugs. We got the spiky tops. There's some other shit up there. I don't remember what the fuck I put. There's women's clothes where your boobies hang out. Tamar bought some. <laughs> so did Jess. So did some other people. But, uh, yeah, so go buy those, too, even though it's cold and you chicks got to be packing them up for the winter and shit. <laughs> I know how it goes. But, um, Pack, yeah. Packing them up for the winter. <laughs> you know, the spring, Pack, they start letting them things breathe. You know packing I mean? them away. <laughs> Turtlenecks for the winter. <laughs> ugly sweaters. <laughs> Damn that's, it. That's fucking funny. Yes. But, uh, yes, 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 yes. We are going to, uh, we're going to get out of here soon because I ain't got too much more to say, except there is another new Eli Roth movie that is like parody, but like looks awesome and like sick and is probably better than Winnie the Pooh. But like, uh, so I don't know if you've seen previews for it. You've seen previews for Thanksgiving? Yes, I have. That looks pretty cool. Evil Pilgrim. I that's good. Oh, wait, no. I'm thinking of a movie that maybe said it was coming out Thanksgiving. Oh, no, this movie is called Thanksgiving. It's a horror, yeah, kind of like, like a violent night. Okay, but yeah, what violent it is, night rule. Viol but it, I don't think it'll be as like funny and stuff as Violent Night. Right. And Violent Night, Santa was like a good guy. So the right. pilgrim, it's because he's more like a true pilgrim. Like he's all like evil and chopping people's heads off and right. burning people alive and stuff. Like okay. those pilgrims. So I, I don't know really the full plot, but like he's apparently a ghost of some type, and uh, he's a fucked up pilgrim terrorizing this town because some people did some shit that he didn't like. And he was like, hey, yo, bitch, I'm going to chop your head off with an axe. I'm going to burn your grandmother down. <laughs> so that's Thanksgiving. Go check it out. I'm going to burn your grandmother <laughs> down. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Thanksgiving. Oh, and it's it seems like it's got this fun twist, actually. Um because he he really seems to be killing people with like stuff from the Thanksgiving table a lot too. Like I did see him oh. with an axe. I feel like that's the preview. But like, so, so does he like take a turkey and like stuff it on someone's head and it like burns their face off? Well, perhaps. But I'm just saying what I've seen in the trailers. It's not even out yet, so don't tell me spoilers. This is the trailers. But it looks like he uses the corn holders. It looks uh, like he stabs okay. them in somebody's ears. Okay. Okay. And um, it also. They see him, like, you see him got, like, somebody tied up, and he's got, like, the meat tenderizer out and, like, some big-ass knives. Like, they're going to cut okay. him up. Like, and uh, it looks like, I mean, hey, they're in the, it's in the preview, so I've seen it. So I haven't seen the movie, though. So, but, but it, looks like look the it looks like he, like, possibly put somebody in an oven. Like, you know, like a oh. cremation-type yeah. oven or something. Yeah. Like, and, like, really tries to, like, cook him like a turkey. So, so the turkey, like that. the turkey's involved there. I'm not sure if it comes out Thanksgiving or if it comes out a few days before Thanksgiving, but my family will be in attendance. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how about we play? I'm gonna play the stuff that we're gonna get in trouble for on Facebook. So, how about we play? Like, I'm gonna play Mother. Like, I'm just All gonna right, do it. Yeah, I'm gonna play Mother, and then we're gonna get out of here with some Graves fits, and I'll probably sneak in the Ramones.
Okay. okay. All right. So uh, that sounds like a quite a few. So <laughs> if we're gonna get in trouble, we might as well like just keep just, doing just it. Just keep doing it. And yeah. we didn't get hit for the dead Kennedys yet, so that's cool. So yeah, mother. Boom. Here's some Danzig. You already know. So uh, Danzig, he uh, doing shows again, promoting. Uh, the anniversary of Danzig, I believe, but uh, it's cool. I'd, I'd 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 go see it for free. You know what I mean? I wouldn't turn no, down you know free tickets. No, you know it's funny. It was yesterday. I got like a one of those memory things on uh, Facebook. It said uh, four, four like four years ago. I is when I got to go see the Misfits at Madison Square Garden. Ah, for free, for free. So did I for free in Philly. It's nice. funny how we yeah. both went for free too. Yeah, Colin won tickets and he was he called me and he's like, Do you want to go see the Misfits tomorrow? And I was like, Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was the real big one too. That was the real, real big one. Yeah. yeah. I saw him in uh, the Philly basketball thing. What do they call that place? Oh, Where uh, losers the Wells play? Fargo Center. That one, yeah. Okay, way to name your stadium after a bank. Here's Danzig Mother.
Danzig Mother Pogo City Mother Fucking Radio. Once again, guys, shares, likes, totally appreciate them. And uh, if any of this is muted or cut out, or if we get kicked off in 10 seconds, the show will be available on Spotify in like an hour or so. <laughs> so it'll be there. So uh, go Just check it out there. It. It'll and be there. it'll be on Podbean and iTunes or Apple, whatever the fuck it is. But uh, yeah, all that jazz, you know, you know, go check all out Hipster and the shit. Punk. Go give that shit a follow. Yeah, do that. Go give Instagram a follow at Pogo City Radio. What is the Hipster and the Punk handle? Uh, it's at Hipster and the Punk, all okay. one word. Yeah, and the Spiky Tops got shit, so go follow that. We yep. on some new tracks. We on some new tracks. We it's been a couple months. It has been. It was a favor, so it's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah we we got it. We got it. We got it done for free, so yeah. we can't really be uh, you know, pissy about it or anything. Yeah, but uh, check out Star City Punk Cast. Yes. With um, with uh, Tara and Savannah, and uh, also check out Izzy Smut. Never mind the broadcast. Here's Izzy Smut. You could just type in Izzy Smut on Spotify, and you'll find it. And uh, check out Chad and Thor's Pretty Vacant, which I'm not sure. I'll have to go and give it a follow. I feel like it was recently added to Spotify because Thor was asking me questions, and I was telling her. So I feel like they put it on Spotify. So uh, go search for Pretty Vacant. Now, did, Pretty did they, Vacant. Did they, did they do that before and then then they stopped and then they yes. brought it back? Correct. Okay, yes. gotcha. Yeah, I don't feel like Chad did that many episodes. I listened to it a couple times. I promoted it a couple times, but I, I, I feel like he didn't do it for all that long. Okay. But I guess they're uh, rebooting it now. So go check out Pretty Vacant. Give all those podcasts a follow. It's like we almost got a little network going and shit. You know what I mean? We're not connected. We're just all friends, and we all literally know each other and play with each other's bands and have each other record each other and have baby mamas and stuff. Because <laughs> Tara's baby mama of a dude we record with who's in a band with Joe. So, boom. There you go. Yeah. There you go. There you go. There you go. Go check out their shows. It's a good fucking time. Shout out to Chris, too. And uh, yeah, why don't we play some Graves Fits And then we'll get out of here with the Ramones We've got a few more for you Don't you run off just yet Now I want to play something off American Psycho And um, I mean, if Jess was up here She'd play Saturday Night She wouldn't let me leave until I played Saturday Night But I want to play something off American Psycho And I'm trying because it's, it's an awesome album, guys Like, be real Like, Michael Graves sucks, I know The motherfucker can sing And this album is pretty fucking kick-ass And, uh, I mean, I want to hear Like, some you wouldn't think about Like, Speak of the Devil Or From Hell They Came Or This Island Earth Or Hate the Living, Love the Dead Or Don't Open Till Doomsday I would play any one of those Hate the living. Ah, I want to pick one. I want to hear all of those. Like I didn't realize I wanted to hear that. I remember going. There's a couple songs on the B side you really like. Like which ones are those? It's like Doomsday and blah blah. And I'm scrolling through and I'm like, oh god, there's like seven I want to hear that aren't even like Dig Up Her Bones and American Psycho and the singles. Like they're not yeah. even the singles. And Speak of the Devil. I fucking love Speak of the Devil. This album kicks ass. Fuck you if you don't like it. But uh, yes. Well, no, not fuck you, but if fuck you if you talk shit. But <laughs> if you don't like it, you're entitled to your opinion. But uh, yeah. So I can't decide what song to play. Um, I'm going to do this Island Earth. Graves Fits.
it's like a Friday the Thirteenth curse from like last Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get out of here with the Ramones guys, Pet Cemetery. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. And uh, yeah, if you did, hit like, hit share. Remember, check out the Pogo Shop. Go to pogocityhq.com. You can click on the Pogo Shop link. It's like an Etsy store. I don't even know if it's Etsy, Shopify. I don't fucking know. But it's us, whatever the fuck it is. It's us. And it's screen printed, not vinyl printed. Made that mistake one time. <laughs> and I paid the price for it. <laughs> All right. Here's uh here's uh whatever the fuck I just said. Pet Cemetery. See you guys later. Ah fungu.
Guys, Andrew Sean, get the fuck out of here. Remember, go to pogocityhg.com, hit like, hit share, give us a follow on Spotify, and give us a five star rating. That'd be greatly appreciated. We'll be back around next week, possibly, wherever it is, parties. We'll see you guys. I think we were, nah, we would have hurt ourselves if we were unmuted. Deuces.